Welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to our podcast, HJ Talks About Abuse. Today, I'm joined by my colleague, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Danny. Hi, listeners. Today, we are going to be talking about the recent headline this week of predatory ex-social worker Raymond Poiner jailed for historical child sexual abuse. But before we start, I'm just going to give a trigger warning that we are going to be talking about sexual abuse and things related to that. So if this is going to be triggering for you, please do turn off now and join us another time for a different podcast. So, Hannah, this story came out in the media this week and has been quite widespread, actually. And it's in relation to a perpetrator that's actually in his 70s. So we thought it'd be quite important to talk about how it doesn't matter how late it is after abuse, the importance of reporting. Yeah, thanks, Danny. So, as you said, this is something that's happened this week. So a former social worker, um, his name is Raymond Poiner. And you're right in saying that he's now in his 70s from Western Supermare. He's been convicted for historic child sex abuse. So this was committed whilst he was a social worker many years ago. He had two victims who are two men who are now both in their 50s. So this happened, you know, a long time ago and, you know, he's only being convicted now. So the social worker was sexually abusing the boys in children's homes during the 1970s and he was also grooming them. It just shows really how important it is, you know, no matter how much time has passed to report these things to the police. It's important to say that this person was in a position of trust, which sadly we see all too often. This was a social worker, mainly when when children need a social worker, it's because they've been either that there's been issues in the, the home or they are now in a children's home or a, a foster situation where the social worker ends up being there their key point of call and it's supposed to be the adult that they build a relationship with and that they can rely on if they've got any concerns so to be groomed by this individual is absolutely terrible and sadly you know we see many many cases like this but also quite often we find and I'm sure you agree Hannah that when these types of incidents happen the individual that it's happened to normally thinks that they're the only one and in some respect they've brought it on in some way or they've encouraged it some way which is you know clearly very wrong these are children but it's often many many years later normally decades as we've seen here that an individual will realize that they weren't the only one and that may be because they've seen something on social media or somebody's been prosecuted or just having conversations with people that they were in the homes with that they realize it wasn't just them. Yeah, absolutely, Dania. I mean, we know the impact that childhood sexual abuse can have on people, not just as a child, but obviously continuing throughout their lifetime. And, you know, it's for these reasons, as you've just said, why it can take such a long time, you know, understandably, to talk about these things, disclose what happened, particularly because, you know, we know the sort of tactics that predators will use against children, you know, not to tell anyone or telling them, 
what's happened is meant to happen and that can take a long time to deal with. So I think that's definitely understood when reporting later on in life. And, you know, it's still really, really important to do. And, you know, just to understand yourself why it's taken you so long to deal with it's it's really normal and you know understandable and it's important to say that now there are a lot more support services out there quite often when reporting to the police there are specialist trained officers in regards to reporting sexual abuse and historical sexual abuse because I know that when many people contact us and speaking to different individuals at charities quite often individuals think that there's been too much time that has gone past so the police won't take them seriously so cases like this one and this is exactly why we're speaking about it you know the, the two men that bravely came forward they're in their 50s and quite often for somebody that has been sexually abused the important thing is being believed and you know that the conviction this man is in his 70s but the conviction I'm sure will mean a lot to these two individuals that you know they will have suffered in silence for decades. Absolutely and I think considering the passage of time that's passed you know in this case it's a very long time 40 years it's you know a great example that he's been found guilty and he hasn't gotten away with it so that's a really really positive message to give out to other victims out there who are maybe dealing with the same thing and you know thinking about whether they should report it to the police or not. I always think when we've had big disclosures it's always come in 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 part so our listeners if you've been with us for a long time we've talked about cases where we've represented in regards to the football coach Barry Bernal you you know people started disclosing only after other men that had had trained disclosed it was it was a very much a process of people coming forward and then more and more people coming forward and it snowballed to, to actually see the it was a significant amount in the end and I'm sure that there may be people that see this publication in regards to this man Raymond and think actually no that's exactly what happened to me and I you know I was too afraid to come forward so I'd say anyone that's listening to this if you know this has happened to you or a similar incident with you know social work or anyone in a position of trust when you were a child or have been impacted by this Raymond that you know it's not too late to report it to the police. Yeah I completely echo that Danny and I think you know sometimes victims feel you know like it's almost their fault for not reporting it sooner but I think we should completely you know get rid of that narrative completely you know as I said these things are extremely difficult for people to deal with and that is widely uh, recognised and understood. Yeah I I would encourage anyone to come forward no matter how much time it's been. You can understand often it's probably one of the most terrifying, terrible things that have ever happened to someone. And lots of our clients that come to us in later life say that they try to forget it and, you know, put it in Pandora's box and not deal with it and hope that actually their their life would proceed. And actually they they still find that there are impacts in, in the daily life. And that's why they do eventually go on to report it. But as I say, I think especially with the police forces and support services, there's been so much more training and so much more awareness with Me Too movements and everything that's around these days that people are better placed in order to provide support and the right services if you feel that you need to talk to somebody and you can report it to the police and ask specifically that somebody who's been trained in this area speaks with you, you know, and at your own comfort, whether that's coming to your home or, or something that there are provisions there to make this as easy as possible to report if you feel ready to. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I hope that us having talked about this particular case has been helpful to our listeners. And if you know you have any questions or any comments on this or any future podcast topics you'd like us to talk about, to uh, please get in contact with us. And again, really important topic this is, and really important to highlight that you know even if decades have passed, there is still a possibility of getting convictions against predators. So thank you very much for finding this one, Hannah. And I look forward to discussing another topic next week. Yeah, thanks, Danny. Thanks, listeners. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite podcast player. If you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at aboutabuse.com at hjtalks.co.uk